Welcome back to the Always Forward podcast. I have got a very special uh, guest with me on this one. This is number 19, episode 19, Travis. Appreciate you having me. Travis is a patient coordinator with Core Medical Group. I I bet you if this was live, there'd be so many questions. (laughs) So many questions. Yeah, maybe maybe a few. few. (laughs) Um, So, uh, let's just go to the beginning. Like, where did you grow up? So I was born and raised in New Jersey. No uh, kidding. Yeah. Did you meet Johnny when we were down here? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, what we I talked saw, about it. Jersey, Jersey tattoo. Right, Jersey there. Tattoo. right away, I was like, dirty, okay. dirty Jersey. We're in Jersey. Dirty Jersey. So Northwest Jersey, kind of out in the sticks. Oh, right. Uh, I think right around where he was. Right. Yeah. He wasn't too far away. Yeah. He wasn't too far away. Yeah. We talked about that a, a good bit where we were hanging out. Yeah. Um, it's always cool meeting someone from the, the fellow Dirty Jersey area. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I will be up there at the end of um, April. I've got to go to, is it Oceanside? Yeah, Oceanside. Yeah. It's a nice town. Yeah. So Tom DeBlas has a, has his gyms up there, jiu-jitsu gyms yeah. up there. So I'm going to go up there. And then um, one of our clients, former clients, um, he was like 300 pounds. And now he's like, he looks like you. He's like a jacked 205. Total 180. Total 180. Whole different life. That's so we're awesome. going to film a little docu-series. Um, he's actually, I don't know who his patient coordinator, but he's he's with CORE as well. Okay. Um, but anyways, yeah, we're going to film a little a little little mini little docu thing on him about his journey about you know that's mindset incredible. and losing weight yeah it's being able to help people in that manner is yeah it's, his, he's a very different life so he works for microsoft and he um he works for microsoft and um doing some sec- online security stuff and he was just like, crushing mcdonald's in the hotels and oh. like just and his dad his it's gonna be a great story his dad died a little bit older than him and he, for the same reasons, and he was heading down the same road. So he was going around this, the same path. Same path, dude. And he, like, and, and he realized, like, oh, shit, man, like, in a couple of years, like, I'm going to be at the same age that my dad was when he died. So he's like, something has changed. So three, him. So, so three years ago, he signed up as a client, and he's been with us ever since. Now he's a coach. Now he's, he's a coach one, now? Now he's one of our coaches. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he went yeah. through the journey. Now wants oh, to pass man. it back on yeah. to, to and he's And well. he's, he's great. So a lot of the guys that are in the same demographic as him, um, and dealing with the same stuff, like I just we just get Josh gives it to him because it's like it's a perfect yeah, the rel- connection. Uh, yeah, because he understands exactly where they're at, and he can call him on all their bullshit because he was one, <laughs> you know what I mean. Because he was one <laughs> yeah. of the guys. Anyways, yep. you grew up you grew up in Jersey. Did you stay there until you joined the army? So I grew up in Jersey. Went to college for one semester. <laughs> Didn't uh, <laughs> like this is definitely not for yeah, me. <laughs> I, I knew right off the bat. What'd I, you go for? So uh, I, I didn't even. I honestly, I had my sister fill out all my classes that I was going to take. So you just didn't, general, didn't fill out the paperwork. Just general football. stuff. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I went there. Um, oh, so you're a, you're a football guy. Yeah. So I grew up playing football. A um, couple different sports, but football was my main one. You know, the team sport environment. Yeah. Um, that was really drilled home through my parents. Um, grew up doing that. Ended up being fortunate enough to have the opportunity to go play in college. New school thing really wasn't. What's, what college? Uh, East Stroudsburg University. Just a small sure. little D. D2, yeah, okay. D2 school, right over the Delaware Water Gap. Okay. So, had the opportunity, didn't, uh, didn't make the most of it. I had fun, but what didn't make was, the most of it. What was, the, what was the crux? What was the problem? I honestly, I just really didn't want to play anymore, but with that opportunity, I was like, you know what, let me go give it a shot. And the, you didn't want to play ball anymore? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, the education, again, on top of that was the real factor in I don't want to keep going to school. You know, I, I basically floated through school, you know, like most yeah. most of us throughout our lives, you know, mm-hmm. go, growing up, 
didn't apply myself as much as I probably should have, but see, that's a, such an interesting thing. Right. And I think that's the reason why I schooled that, you know, yeah, I've talked a lot about this. I've had Matt Bardu, who's a, who's an educator, um, with, uh, action placer academies and Apogee Academy. Um, the whole school system and learning is just jacked. It's bad. It's bad, right? Yeah, it's bad. Like you and I, granted, we come from similar cuts of cloth and, mm -hmm. and backgrounds, but it's just not built for the general populace of people to learn. Like, I completely agree. We just don't give a shit. That's what it is. When <laughs> you find what you actually do, one, give a shit about. So how do you make people give a shit about learning? You have to inspire them and to come up with creative ways. But yes. like sitting in a classroom at a desk for eight hours a day or standing in line about some bullshit that's never going to matter in life. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? You're not you're not motivating anyone to learn anything. No, because there's yeah. no there's no reason or you know why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When are you going to use this later on in life? When are you yeah, then you graduate. Later? You don't know anything about credit. You don't know anything about taxes. You don't know anything about making money. You don't even know anything about managing your life at all as life an adult. Skills. No life skills whatsoever. Life skills, that's it. That's what's lacking. It's the the but, general by the but book. hey, you learned the what is it the quantitative whatever <laughs> formula? You know what I mean? It's I like I couldn't even tell you if you're right or wrong. There. You know what I'm saying? Know, like I right. that shit. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyways, so yeah, one semester was enough for you. That was it. So but were parents pissed? They, you know what? They weren't pissed. It, it's a funny story, actually. My, Go ahead, tell it. My tell dad actually went to the same same college. Okay. Same reason to play football. Okay. He left with nothing, zero credits. I left with zero credits. <laughs> Same story, same exact story. I can't make it up. Swear to God. So uh, that's kind of like a running joke in my family. So there. I wonder, <laughs> did you did you subconsciously did you subconsciously follow in footprint, <laughs> footprints of your dad? So I don't want to say I was you know, subconsciously following them, but yeah. did have a little bit of a factor in there. Yeah. When I'm like, you know what? It's I feel like it's almost like poetic justice. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't, you know, he did the same thing. I followed in his path. You can't say anything, can he? No. I'm like, yeah. what, I'm like, what are you going to tell me? You know, get all pissed at me? I'm like, <laughs> you did the same, probably even worse. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was, um, it was a good time though. I had a blast while I was there. You yeah, know, I made course. the most of it. Yeah. Um, ended up moving back to Jersey. My, my dad's a carpenter. So, I mean, real blue collar guy. Sid's, mm -hmm. Sid's met him pretty recently. Just old school. Still working or retired? Still working. Okay. Still, he'll never stop. Yeah, it's one of those guys that there's no such thing as retirement anyway. No. Exactly, it's not a real thing. Exactly, and and honestly, it's the purpose. Yeah, you have to get up. People that retire, people that retire, they die within yeah. five years. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean they, they start going crazy. That's yeah. why they're hanging out at, at you know clubs, bars, our, our, or our, our our old guys. They're all at the VFW. <laughs> <laughs> smoking <laughs> cigarettes it. and drinking beer yep i yeah. actually I, I spent a couple a couple nights at a vfw when i was up in jersey with all the old Back, guys yeah they're cool yeah. yeah i like the crowd for sure but um, yeah you're right it's purpose right you like you, yeah. you don't have anything to live for no well, you know? when you wake up in the morning or when you set your alarm clock the night before what's the reason that you're setting that alarm yeah why are you getting up in the morning why are you waking up at 6 a.m or you know some of us like i know you're an early riser too yeah. when my alarm goes off at 5 a.m I know I need to splash water in my face, put my shoes on, get out the door and run. Yeah. Because that's what I start my day with. That's what you still do? Yeah. Okay. So every once in a while, don't get me wrong, I'll I'll, I'll slide every once in a while, but. <laughs> it's an 80-20 rule. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Like sometimes the knees are hurting a little bit more, yeah. but it, it's it's the, the purpose, the regiment. Once you yeah. build that routine. Do you think that, do you think that has to do with your time in the Army? Like just that? I, I really do. The yeah. Army was, I mean, I love the Army, so have tons of buddies that are still in, you know, a lot of obviously the patients at core, 
You're fresh out of the duty. army, right? Yeah, pretty fresh and out. That's crazy. And you say that you still love the army. Usually when you're fresh out of the military, it's like <laughs> there's a lot of disdain for the military when you first get out until you have to let it go. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. There's, there's, there's a little bit of bitterness there. A little bit of bitterness to certain things. But yeah. overall, it's that, that brotherhood. Yeah. That camaraderie that yeah. I feel like really it sets you apart. On. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I was instilled at a pretty young age. Like I said, my, my dad's real old school. My mom's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. That was really the balancing point. With, with my family. My dad was the laying down the hammer. Yeah. My mom, she made everyone happy. So very traditional. Uh, yes, exactly. Parent, parent family. Yeah. Exactly. So so you you drop out of school. Dropped out of school? What do they say? Well, you got to go to work. Like, I know. So I went to work for my dad, who's a car. Really? Player. Yep. So, so I you just came home, went to work. Right how, away. How old were you? So I was, because I was pretty young going through school. I was on, like, the younger side of my grade. So I, 18, turned, I turned 18 the day I moved into college. Oh, wow. Yeah, I turned 18 the day I moved into college. So you were 18, basically. So I was 18, yeah. yeah. So, and I mean, my whole life growing up, you know, I was basically, you know. Which is so ridiculous to me that you were like, the whole fact of like, you got to be 18 and have it all figured out is the most ridiculous statement. Like, what do you want to do with your life? You just graduated, you just graduated uh, high school and now you have to go pick a degree or pick a field to go to college and be. No idea. I don't fucking know. I didn't know what I wanted to do until I was like 35. <laughs> you know what I mean, sometimes I'm still not sure. I might change it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, who knows? That's that's one of the things I tell a lot of my younger cousins as well. They're kind of in that realm of going to college, getting ready to go. Yeah. Like, if you're going to go to school, go to community. One, it's yeah. going to save you a bunch of money. You get can work your, at the get same your time. high school diploma part two. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Knock that little stuff out, but just figure out what you actually enjoy doing. Go work. That exactly. Yeah. Like, Still work. You'll be able to have different experiences. Yeah. You don't really know what you enjoy, in my opinion, until you go and try it. Or join the military. Or join the military. Yeah. And then you can find out real quick <laughs> whether you like it or whether not. Whether you like you're it or gonna not. be there either way. Either way, it's an adventure. <laughs> exactly. So how long did you do that for? So just about four years. Wow, you worked for your dad for four years. Yeah, on and off there. Um I moved to Charleston in South Carolina at one point. Nineteen. Okay. Nineteen at the time. Uh made a little bit of a rash decision. Moved down there with a girl I was with. At oh, the I was going to say it hadn't been doing as a girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I made that mistake or good decision, whichever one you want to say it was. Um, it's an experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I, was, I, I lived in Jersey my whole life. I'd yeah. never been anywhere else, so we just kind of picked a spot on the map. Charleston was it. Jersey to Sa- Charleston, South Carolina. That's a that's a big one eighty. That's a big change. Big one eighty. Love yeah. Charleston too. Really historical. Yeah. You know, I just I just went down there. Oh, I, I started there. I flew in there. Um, did you see? Did you see what I did with the motorcycle, the Indian motorcycle trip? Yeah, yeah, watch the <laughs> yeah. The so GoPro we footage. so we did. Uh, I don't know when that's going to come out, but we did three episodes um, with Indian. I think it's going to be on Indian Indian's YouTube channel, um, and we we started in Charleston and then went all the way to Key West. That's quite in a ride. six days. Yeah. It's going to be on their YouTube channel too. Yeah, it's three episodes. Really? Yeah, I think it, I think ass. it's on Indians Indians YouTube channel. Yeah, or will be. Um, but yeah, that's the first time I really got to like to walk downtown in, in Charleston. And it was super it's amazing, super rad. It's town. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, all the all, I'm a history nerd. I love all that stuff. Oh, there's a lot there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just being somewhere that you're close to the beach. I mean, like here as yeah, well. Yeah, right. Can't beat this. Warm weather. It's just stuff to do. It's from coming from Jersey. So, then, All this is so, big so then that's what happened. The girl broke up with you. You joined the army. 
So we split, and I didn't join right away. Okay. So I've had a couple different jobs, a couple different things. Um, I moved back up home. was really, really fortunate. Had a, uh, had a buddy of mine help get me into the elevator constructors union out of New York, in New York City. So, yeah, I was climbing up and down elevator shafts for a few years, building elevators, you know, from two-story buildings to big high-rise, you name it. Oh, that's wild. So, yeah, it, was, it was an interesting job. There's a lot going on there, but, again, it was – had that military itch that I had to scratch. And I was so was that something you had always wanted to do? Yes. So Really? There, yeah, there was always a thing. It was So why not go right why didn't I do it when you were younger? So it was one, I had the opportunity to go to college, play football. Oh, if this doesn't work out, you know, I'll join the military. Join the military, got out, got involved with the girl. That kind of took over my, my mind for that time frame. So the whole time you were with that girl that you were doing construct or a carpentry with your dad? Yeah. Oh, that's why you didn't join. Yeah. So I, I don't want to say that's not the full reason. It was just another obstacle in the way that shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have mattered either way. like, I'm going to lose this girl if I join. No, it really was. I, I got to be honest, because she was in before. Oh, She okay. was in the Marine Corps before, oh. believe it or not. Yeah, so she's she's a cool girl, tough cookie. but um, Dirty little Wookiee. That, that's, that's what we called her. <laughs> that's what we called her, the Wookiee. Used to get her, uh, like, Chewbacca presents and stuff like that. Yeah. That's <laughs> fair. So she was she was cool though, and um, there was just always some. It wasn't really an obstacle, just something that basically deterred me from saying, "I know what that thing was." Go for it. I know what that. I know what that. I know what was deterring you. <laughs> I know exactly what was deterring you at that age. Yeah, yeah, I get that, that again. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm almost happy I waited a little bit for for me because I, yeah. I I had some growing up to do. I mean, I still do as well. Um, but at that time frame, if I would have went in to do what I I wanted to do, I wasn't mentally prepared. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't mature enough to take it seriously, wasn't dialed in, focused, committed. Mm-hmm. So when I got to the point of, you know, I left the elevator job, I was making pretty good money there for being 21, 22 years old, yeah. working tons of overtime, wasn't happy. So I was like, you know what? If I don't do it now, I'm going to be 50 years old, 60 years old, Same. rock and chair story. Yeah, you know? saying what if. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I could have. Yep. So I yeah, was like, you know that. what? Enough time has gone by, do it. Went, did it. Um, you know, went in x-ray contract, did all the infantry OSA, airborne, SFAS, mm-hmm. went through the queue, um, made it through most of the course, had some unfortunate things occur, ended up getting medically separated. Yeah. But again, being in and going through all those experiences and meeting yeah. the guys that I did, that changes you. I mean, yeah. you, you know, firsthand, obviously yeah, doing everything that you've done, it's, it's life changing. Yeah. And that's the brotherhood that's developed there. When it comes back to you know, kind of tying it into core again, most of our patients, not, you know, we have patients from all different walks of life, but a lot of them are vets, yeah. active duty, first responders. In that brotherhood, when, you know, and I can vouch for everyone here at core, we, like, we understand, you know, you're not talking to like, um, you know, some call center somewhere. Yeah. Anyone. Like, like we were talking about with Sid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is, these yeah, that was the one it. thing. That was the one thing that he was like, because of that meeting that we had, um, that meeting that we had, there was a, they were talking like, well, could we outsource a call center? Cause we have so many leads coming in, right? Yeah. Like March was a big month, right? Yeah. A lot of it, people coming in, a lot of people coming in, you know, wanting, wanting to talk to you guys and we don't do a call center because they want, we want them to talk to you. Yeah. Like they want, we want to get them on the phone with you so you can hear them and then personally walk through them, setting up their appointments with the, with the, um, either the PA or the doctor or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and kind of go from there. And, and if you go to a call center, it's like, 
you're just a number at that point. Yeah, you're you're not an individual. Your symptoms, your life, your wife, your kids, your business, you know, it, none of that matters anymore. And that and it, it does. It takes away something that's pretty special. Yeah, you know I what I mean? completely agree. And yeah. we really take a lot of pride in finding out who you are as an individual because well, so go, so going back so you you got medically discharged then what'd you do so then um through a mutual friend that i had through the military um one of sid's very good buddies the south carolina, south carolina, buddy. carolina buddy yeah the, the american hero yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure he'll be uh, i hope he hears i, I was hope about he hears to say this. he's gonna be cracking up when he hears that <laughs> They're so, the real the real GI Joe. Oh, he's gonna have <laughs> the biggest shit eating grin on his face. <laughs> so no, seriously, he is he is yeah. like America's GI Joe. Well, he is, you know, we'll joke about it, but yeah. Push comes to shove, he's he's, he's the that dude. guy. He's yeah. that guy. I'm re- I'm I'm ready for him to get out to make real money, to make so he makes sure oh, he crush it. He was you know, he's gonna make anything that he puts his mind to. Yeah. He's already won before he's thought about right. it. Right. I know. That, you know that yeah. mentality. Of That's course. <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> yeah. So that so you knew him? Yeah, so I knew him. How'd you, you know. how'd you meet him? So through my sister and him had spoke at one point. They were oh. together for a little bit. No shit. Swear what a man. small world. Insane. Yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah. I was so. expecting like SFANS or, you know, Q course or something, you know. So it's funny when some I was select some something like that. Yeah, that's that's what you'd assume. Yeah. But I was getting ready to go in, mm-hmm. and she started talking to this guy at this time. So, yeah, he does, you know, all this stuff. All these things, yeah. I'm like, okay, so we flew down there, me and my parents, to go meet him for, like, Thanksgiving. You know, we all wanted to get okay. together. So I go down there, meet him. Right off the bat, I'm like, all right, this guy's he's a real deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Immediately. I, I could yeah. tell right away. It's just the handshake alone. Handshake yeah, yeah. speaks a thousand words, right? Yeah, right. So met him, and I, I was just picking his brain what do I do? I'm like, this is what I'm trying to do. What's the best route to go? And he just, I mean, he laid it all on the table. He's like, This is exactly what you need to do. This is how you're going to do it. This is how you're going to be successful. So, That's awesome, man. So he wasn't like a real, he wasn't like a dick about it or trying no. to be like keeper of the badge or. No. And that's the other thing. He, I mean, one, he does a lot of incredible things. Yes. Different. We don't have to get into yeah, it. Different yeah. Things like that. But he takes so much pride in the next, the next group, the upcoming of, of the next batch of guys that are coming through like the mentorship. Okay. He takes a lot of pride in that. So he, he coached me right through it. All I tell you what, man, that that's, that's the measure of a true leader right there. Yeah. The ones that's not the keeper of the badge. It's like trying to like Sid, Mm -hmm. who's like, I will give you all the information to be successful. Yeah. As possible. Exactly. Yeah. I want what's best for you. Yeah. Because honestly, you know, between South Carolina, buddy, Mm -hmm. Sid, everyone else here at core, 99% of everything I know here. It's from me picking their brains. Yeah. And, and it's not even an annoyance thing for them because, I mean, you could ask Matt. I'm knocking on Matt's door 50 times a day. I'm like, hey, I got a question. Hey, what's up, bud? What do you need? It, it's constantly, you know, all, yeah, all the course. guys in there. Well, they've been doing it for 12 years. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. a lot of – if you're not willing to pick the brain or, you know – Be open seek, to growth or learn. answers, yeah. Because, yeah. like, you have to be humble. And yeah. You have to be humble in order to grow because if I don't know something – I'm finding the guy who's the rock star at it. Yeah. You know, I'm finding who's the best at this, the best at that. And I'm seeking them out for answers. So that way, you know, basically like emulating them. Right. So that way I can fulfill. Dude, that's what, what Matt, I need to do. I, I, was, I brought up. Uh, so Matt Bardu has 11. He, he, I think it, his podcast is called level, 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 simple, 11 simple rules or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
but he has 11 rules for his family. And one of them is, is uh, be a copycat. And what he, what he means by that is copy what works. So if this is, if this is what works, take that, modify it for your needs and utilize that to be successful. Yeah. Like that's, that's simple. Simple game plan. Yeah. Simple blueprint. Simple, and simple blueprint. And you yeah. miss, I mean, like everyone makes mistakes along the line, no matter of course. what, but learning from others' mistakes. It's cheat code. Yeah. It's che- yeah. cheat code. Yeah. So exactly. you, so, so he hooked you up with uh, Sid. Yeah. So how honestly, soon, how soon out of the army when you got discharged? I think the first time that I spoke to Sid was just about a week before I got out. No kidding. A week before I got out. And then, so that was like middle of August of this past year. And maybe two weeks after I got out, I think it was a Saturday morning. I was changing the oil in my truck. So you were in North Carolina still? So I had just, literally just moved back to Jersey. Still okay. had stuff still had stuff in my truck. Okay. So I was changing the oil in my truck. Um, call up Sid. Date, or, you know, he's like, hey, you want to come down? We'll talk. We'll meet. Goodbye. Yeah. You know, quick 10-minute phone call, nothing crazy. Oh, like, so you had to come down here? Yeah, flew me down. Okay. Flew me down here, um, met everyone, just honestly, I landed at the airport, Ubered over to the office, sitting in Matt's office, twiddling my thumbs. What's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> you know, David Black, he's coming in. He's, oh, here's a notebook. Here's a, here's a piece of paper. Here's a binder to take notes. I'm like, okay. Oh. He's great, isn't he? Oh, is it, isn't best. David great? Yeah. <laughs> if you guys ever get on the phone with David, if, like if you come on board with Core and you get da- you talk to David, you're going to love it. Like he's he is he's one of the best. He's love that incredible, guy. Incredible, bro. Yeah. And, and yeah. like you want to talk about somebody who's super excited to talk to you. Like if you sign up, if you <laughs> fill out the form and you want to talk to Core, this guy is so excited to talk to you. He is like freaking stoked to get on the phone with uh, you it's, it's yeah. unbelievable like how yeah. much energy as soon as he walks he makes in me office, happy yeah. yeah as soon as he walks in the office it's like you know you're, you're coming off the basketball court high five yeah, that's, that's david <laughs> that's yeah. david every morning yeah, every it's morning awesome. i'm at work yes <laughs> i get to talk to people all day long <laughs> yeah and, and you can't beat it man with the, yeah. the environment that that's in that office like i've never i just told you everything that yeah. i pretty much know work-wise I've never been in an office environment. No. I've never been behind a computer. Sid gave me the first laptop I've ever owned, like legitimate laptop. So I was like, okay, you know, I got a little bit to learn there. But it's just, it's a family there. You're, you're like, you're not you're showing like, these, up to work. These knuckles are callous for a reason, <laughs> right? It's because they dragged the freaking floor. You know what I mean? Seriously. Like I grew up carrying a two by four in one hand and a cinder block in yeah, the other. Right. So it was, uh, it's been an awesome, awesome experience and in, in continuing on just. Yeah learning from everybody and, and helping people. It's, it's so you got really hired incredible. pretty much right on the right on the spot? Yeah, so uh, we flew down, showed me around a little bit, introduced me to everyone, you know, taking me around Boca Raton when coming from New Jersey. It was, yeah. High, it's, it's, it's all, all it is is high in Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. South Florida is just high in Jersey. That's all it is. <laughs> Jersey with, more, Jersey with more money. Good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot more high end. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it went well, you know. I think we had, I don't know, six or seven hours into the day so far by the time I got down here, went out, honestly, just grabbed a couple of beers and hey, if you want it, cheers. All right, cool. Did you start working remote or did you just move? So I started remote. Okay. So I stayed up in Jersey to see my family for a little bit, you know, stashed a little bit away. And um, just this past, this past January, I moved down. Okay. So you only so, been down here a few months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mid-January. How's the, uh, how's the adjustment going? It's great. Yeah? It's pretty. I mean, don't get me wrong. At first... You know, packing up real I mean, four or five days notice. I was like, all right, let me load everything up and let's do it. You know, yeah. If you don't, 
know, take opportunities or, or just be willing to jump, especially, you know, throw yourself, my age, throw yourself like, in, man. Yeah. What, what do I have? Yeah. To, what do I have up in Jersey? That's keeping me here. Like, of course I love my family, but they'll come down and visit me. It'll be like a vacation for me. Well, the thing is, is like, that's a big thing with young people. Like you have people, young people need to realize that you need to, you need to blaze your own trail. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be hanging out with mom and dad forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? At some point you've got to like go create your own life. And there's a lot of young guys and I'm sure you've, you've, you've seen it as well. That was like, well, I want to join this or I want to do this, but my mom thinks this or my dad thinks that like, first of all, it's not your mom and dad's life. Sure. You know, if, if I did what my mom and dad wanted me to do, I would not be successful as I, your parents job is to protect you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that protection comes, can can almost be like, can stifle your growth. Yeah. Because Absolutely. they're trying to put you in a box because they're your parents and they yeah. want you to be protected. But unfortunately, like, the real growth happens uncomfortably and you have to, like, go do, you know. Stepping out of the comfort zone. Dangerous things. Yep. You know, I don't mean, like, literally life like life danger, but things that have risk associated with them. Yeah. Like moving down here and working for a company that you just met. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's, could, it, could you fail? Could it all go to shit and you have to go back? Yeah, of course it could. But otherwise, what are you going to do? You're going to be in Jersey carrying a, a two by four in a center block forever. Yeah, you already know your future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You already, already written at that point. Yeah, you know? stepping out of your comfort zone and being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Yeah, you're, you're very familiar with them. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's <laughs> it's easier for us to do that, right? Because yeah, the, it's like, oh, this is going to be a little shitty. I can handle shit, a little shitty. Yeah, no big deal. Dealt with plenty of shitty. Dealt, dealt with plenty of shitty. And you know what? It's always the best feeling <laughs> on the other side <laughs> of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hundred percent, man. Yep. So, um, how's so the adjustment's been good though? You've been digging it. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, so you were, so we crawl, we basically call them like I guess what onboarders or fronters or something like that. Mm-hmm. So started out as a fronter. So 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 basically, you're just calling people, yeah, or calling people that put in a lead form to sign up, right? Yes, and then you basically take care of the onboarding process before you hand them over to a patient coordinator. Yes, that's correct. Okay. So it was. You know, learning from from everyone there, David and Craig's particular, mm-hmm. as they're you know doing the front end position. Basically, just anyone that was interested, new leads coming in, calling back old leads. I was reaching out, bringing them through the process, passing them off to the coordinator, mm-hmm. and that's basically where the line stopped for me. Okay, so I was in that position for a few months there, probably what would that be about about four months or so. Um, then I ended up moving down here, was learning the ropes of the coordinating business. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like I said owe a lot to all the guys around me because it's it was a lot of information at first but i just put my head down just decided how, to put how many pa- how, how many patients are you currently managing so roughly roughly about like between 275 or so patients and that's low like how many does, how many how many does matt have don't even want to say <laughs> probably probably I, quadruple it's thousands five right times easily yeah, yeah. Thousands. So just to give you an idea, like these, some of these patient coordinators have thousands of patients that they're helping out yeah. in a cycle, right? Because you, you know, you basically you get your order and then you, you know, you don't have to really work with them until the next order if they unless they need something. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is that? How does that conversation like? You know, obviously you can't talk about specifics, but generalities. Like when somebody gets on the phone with you, um, especially if it's a vet how nice is it to like be able to speak that language that's it's a game changer because i mean one like i was saying before that brotherhood really never ends yeah and any patient that is interested or 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 calls in tell us as much as possible because when it comes to having the details the 
you know, the nitty gritty, the stuff that you're afraid to bring up to, let's say your, you know, your primary care or something like that. Yeah. The more information that we have, the better that we can help assess and treat everything that's going on with you. That's what I told yeah. them, especially with like the PAs and the doc. Like when you get on, like, dude, we've literally they have heard everything and some. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're not going to shock anyone. Nope. Like especially with men, you know. Let's you know the elephant in the room, but. It, you know, a lot of times it's it's sexual dysfunction, mm-hmm. right, that they don't want to talk about. And, and sexual dysfunction that I learned actually from um, the, the medical staff here in Sydney is I thought it was literally erectile dysfunction was sexual dysfunction. I didn't know that even the lack of interest. Yep, sex drive. And sex drive is sexual dysfunction. That's a, that is technically a form of ED, is lack of just wanting it. Yeah, no interest. No interest. No interest at and all. And that's a sh- that's a surefire like symptom that like your your hormones are off. Yes, yeah, something's out of whack. And and guys don't want to be honest, you know. And, and when I when I before I got on, I like every my my system worked, but I just didn't give a shit. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't really give a shit about anything, including sex. You know what I mean? So that's why I always try to like fucking <laughs> tell <laughs> people, dude. So, yeah, because it, yeah. it can be. Like, like we understand bringing yeah. it up. You're like, oh, I kind of have that way. I'm a man. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I don't have any problems. Right. No. Say everything, lay it all on the table, because as soon as we know that information. We can help. We can help. Yeah. We can get you back to, you know, when you did feel that way. When or you better. you didn't have any issues. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, better. That's, I mean, for, for me personally, my entire life was basically going through the motions. Mm-hmm. So once I got my blood work done and saw everything that was going on with me, like my I won't dive too into detail. My testosterone levels was at like 275. No kidding, coming yeah, out. 275 coming out. And and see, that's a yeah. big thing. Like if if especially if you're a vet and you're in, and you got injured, they have. Man, I wish get your freaking blood tested every year because we have watched. Um, for the guys who have done it, I wish I would have done it. With the guys who have done it, we've watched them be almost fine, get injured, boom, yeah, drop, plummet immediately. It's unbelievable that there's so many different factors, but specifically being a vet or, you know, being active duty still, yeah. the, the law enforcement, first responder realm, yeah. that environment, I mean, of course, it's harsh. mentally it takes a toll on yeah. you in the short but, term. But, but physically, it's, it's harsh on your body. It just con- continues to compound yeah. in the long term. And yeah. that's why, like you were saying, the blood work, at least find out why you're feeling this way because it, it or even before don't you wish you would have done blood work at like tw- every oh year my. from 20 on <laughs> yeah. or even 18 like because you, you play yeah. football yep. so like even as your teenager if you would have just got a full plant a full panel and then you're like oh i got a i took a hard hit so you know it like you know in 2017 i was good 2018 i got i took a hard hit got a concussion yep and then my did my 2018 blood work, and all of a sudden my le- my my levels are off. Well, now you can associate it with exactly what happened. I wish guys would do that. They need to do that in the military. Yeah, I that think paper they trail is huge. Yeah, I That's wish they lacking. would do a full hormone like the 21 panel blood test that we do. Mm-hmm. I wish that the military would do that active duty as soon as you came in. 18 years old, full one, you get it every year. Because with the blood work, at least then you have a trail or a track as to, well, I remember when I was feeling this way at right. this time frame, right. moving forward, did I do anything to implement any changes? Right. But you're just going to get jabbed with all the different, I mean, vaccines, yeah. all the other stuff. That, right. That's totally fine. But right. when it comes to why you're feeling off or, I mean, there's 
some pretty young guys that have a lot of issues going on that you shouldn't be some experience yes one of the uh there was 11 bravo that hit me up he said hey i'm I'm currently in the infantry and he goes could could be could the infantry be causing me low testosterone i don't know if you saw that question on the story i was like i don't know if it's the you know specifically the specifically infantry but the definitely the you know the job you know there are a lot of things so like if you're i mean if you've never shot or if you've never been in a humvee when somebody's shooting uh a 50 cal over top of you that is a hell of a feeling, man. Your brain and body feels like it's like expanding and shrinking with every freaking bullet. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I'm like, Jesus, dude. It's all of those micro TBIs even. Yeah. Because, I mean, you'll, okay, I didn't really hit my head or anything like that. All those little instances, Yeah. they compound. Yeah, they compound. They add up. They, they add up and it, it damages your glands and everything. So, anyways, if you're listening to this, yeah, just get your blood tested, man. Um, but yeah, it's not necessarily the one thing it's, it's, it's a lifetime of that, but hence the reason why, you know, I think they should, man. I don't, I don't know why they, I don't know. What, what do you think it is? Laziness? Not giving uh, a shit? I, I don't know. I honestly, I think for like tracking sp- it with the military, it almost leaves them out of harm's way as to, oh, if they don't track it, yeah, then they don't, they don't have exactly. to accept responsibility exactly. for anything. Yeah. That's a good I mean, that's, point. That's, of man. course, that's just my my thought on oh, it. Oh, this is all. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> all of this. Neither yeah. of us are medical doctors. We're just a couple of vets having a conversation. Yeah. But my. But that being said, it's like we can make those assumptions. Assumptions. Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, you got to. I mean, you got to call it the way, it, like the way it appears, right? Yeah. Like they're not doing it. If they did do it, people would be better taken care of. So if they don't want to, if they're not doing it or don't do it, it's not because of money. Military doesn't have problems spending money. Yeah, yeah, they you know def- what I mean? definitely don't have a problem with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're in the business of spending treasury dollars. Yep. They don't have to balance a P and L. Um, <laughs> I always make the joke if uh, when I was in, I used to make the joke that if if the military had to balance a P and L, uh, first sergeants and sergeant majors would be obsolete. <laughs> They'd be like, "What is it that you do here? <laughs> you make sure that these. Well, why don't they just do that because it's required." And uh, makes your job obsolete. Yeah, a damn good way to look at it. Yeah, we already have admin. <laughs> They're taking care of their pay. So what is it that you do? Well, I, I take the papers from the third floor to the first floor. Everybody's got a job. Yeah, everybody's Every- got a job. <laughs> right. yeah. That's awesome. Anyways. So, all right. So, um, wrapping up then here. So, um, this is a short one because uh, we're, we're, we're short on time. Um for people that are signing up and that, you know, are reaching out, like, what do you, I don't know, what do you have to say to them? Like, what's the process that you, that you go through with somebody or. So one, if you have anything going on or curious about what's going on with your body, going through things, you know, physically and mentally, Mm because it's not just the physical, it's the mental state as well. I'd say it's probably even more so the mental. Yeah, honestly, because in my opinion, that's, that's the biggest factor. Yeah. You know, the, the physical pros, of course, are great. But if you're not dialed in mentally, that really affects everything All else aspects going on of life. life. Yeah. Yes, everything else man. going on in your yes. life. So if you have any concerns or questions about to why you're feeling that way, just give us a call. Because at least we can describe, hey, if you're having these symptoms, you know, you're going through this, we can give you better direction as to, one, why that may be occurring, mm-hmm. and also offer a solution. 
And if you're and if you're a vet, you can just ask for Travis. I don't know. That's that's probably gonna like that's probably gonna totally throw up our like our whole operational plan. City's gonna be like, why did you say that? But I'm gonna say it anyway. Just like, hey, I want to just call and be like, when you talk to David Black or Craig, I want to work with Travis. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, everyone at you know you're in there. We all get it. Yeah, we all get it. Yeah, patients from all different walks of life. I mean, everyone in that office is some different walk of life too. All us. Somewhat correlated, but we get it. Yeah. Just give us a shout. This isn't a, like you were talking about before, you're not calling up someone, some other country sitting in a call center. No, dude, like, you're, I, the, you're the dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, like my, you know, my beautiful <laughs> head of hair. That's the, that's the guy you're talking to, you know what yeah. I mean? And it doesn't matter what time, what day. That's another thing that I think really separates us from, from a lot of other places or anything like that. Like, I was on the phone with a patient 930 last night. You know, walking him through his protocol because he was doing his first injection. Like, you you have our, our contact information. Yeah, of course. You can shoot me a text, give me a call whenever about anything. If you have any issues, you know, some of these guys are, are going through a lot. How many pictures of, of butts have you got? Oh, I have a do, stupid amount you, of butt pictures. <laughs> is this where it goes or is it this where it goes? I've, I've had guys... FaceTime me mid-injections. Really? Yes, yeah, swear. Yes, yeah, swear to God. Like, this is where you go. Am I doing it right? <laughs> but how awesome is that, that you're able to, like, you know, speak to your patient coordinator and be like, hey, man, I just want to be really sure this is, so I'm doing this <laughs> right. Like, yeah, you're doing it right. You're okay. And, and we we like that because we care. Yeah. You know, like, I even if, like, the thing, no, no such thing as a stupid question, it's true to a degree. When it comes to when it comes to your health, yeah. When it comes yeah, to your yeah. health, ask, ask the question. Ask, yeah, yeah. That's what people will start out a text or a call, like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry to bug if, you. This if, is really stupid." But it, I'm like, no, it's not. But if you're the <laughs> if, if you're the guy that's ask, you know, on on Friday asking uh, the gunny if we're supposed to show up on Monday in alphas, then yes, that's a stupid <laughs> yeah. question. You're an asshole. There's, there's a time for a stupid <laughs> question for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Travis, man, is, is, you know, I'm glad you're on the team, man. You've been a freaking awesome um, addition to CORE, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to get the, let the people get to know you a little bit. And hopefully you do have a bunch of people reaching out and be like, I want to work with Travis. <laughs> I saw him on the podcast. I want to I work with Travis. I appreciate, appreciate <laughs> you having me on, bro. This is an awesome thing that you guys got going, you know. And really How many of these have you watched now? You said you watched a bunch I of them. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get all mentally prepared over the last yeah. couple of weeks. So. They're good though, right? No, I love them. What I was your favorite them. one? Honestly, I mean, Sid's going to see this anyway, but Mel's storytelling capability is amazing. It's unbelievable. It hit a million. It, mi- it hit a million <laughs> views today. As we're recording this today, it hit a million views. As soon as he so as soon that. as he speaks, you're just. Drawn. I don't even have to say anything. You're drawn. I just like I like wind him up, and he just go. He just goes. <laughs> yeah, one yeah. is his story is one thing, but just his ability to to really express his story and everything that went on is just, pretty. I mean, it's amazing. Hooked, you're hooked right away. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, all right, guys. You know the deal. Uh, subscribe and uh, leave us a review on on, in, on this podcast as well, and then screenshot this uh, tag Travis. We'll put um, his Instagram is below. You guys, you guys have seen that. So tag him. Tag Core. Tag me. We'll share it out. We'll uh, put this information out there, share this with a friend. And other than that, thanks, Travis. Thanks, bro. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Out.